to welcome everybody. We have today's guest with us. We have Danny Filth of the legendary band Cradle of Filth. Welcome to the show, Danny. Yes, hello. I'm barely here, by the way. I barely made it. <laughs> but you're here. That's all that matters. <laughs> yes, indeed. So, Danny, 32 years with the band and still going strong. Did you ever think in a million years that when you started this band, it would be so successful over the years with tours all over the world? Um, well, I guess when you start a band, that's the that's the paramount thing in your mind. You don't picture yourself on stage in front of no one. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's obviously quite an accolade, quite a um, quite a thing to 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 get to thirty two years. Thanks for pointing that out to everybody. I am actually only thirty five. <laughs> <laughs> And speaking of tours, you guys, you recently wrapped up your tour with Devil Driver. So how did that all go? Yeah, that was fantastic. It was it was a little strange being out on the road with my manager because obviously Des and his wife Anastasia managed the band, and I'm best friends with him. So it, it was it was good actually. It was really good fun. Good friends with the crew as well, and uh, the band the support acts were great. Real sort of family vibe about it. Um, obviously, we were co-headlining, so it was only an hour set each. But yeah, we crammed some good stuff in there and all the gigs were great most of them were sold out really enjoyed it we've got a second leg happening in september and we're here today to talk about the new album trouble and their double lives your first live album to be released in 20 years but the album also includes two new songs as well as two bonus tracks and the album actually starts off with a new song she is fire and the other new song demon prince regent coming just a little halfway through the album so danny this being a live album why did you want to start it with the the studio track um i just thought it it's it laid out better that way when we came to to uh, assimilating the um the album we obviously had to think about what tracks we were going to put on there and although there was a 20-year distance between um this and our prior live album uh, we didn't want to repeat anything we also want to put fan favorites in there um we wanted to showcase something that was current and since uh since this release there's been a, a slight lineup change so we decided to press reset on the album writing so these two st songs were kind of stuck in sight um stasis as it were so we thought yeah this would be good for everybody you know they they're getting 16 live tracks two new songs it's sort of it's a good representation of, of cradle of filth at the present well i loved the new songs and she is fire kicking off the album giving us all a taste of what a new studio album is going to sound like and it's so powerful with those great guitar leads now are you currently busy writing for a new album we're actually, well, just prior to doing this interview, I was finishing off a song. Um, we're due to be in the studio. We've got Sick New World in Las Vegas in at the beginning of May. And as soon as we get back from there, literally as soon as we step off the plane, uh, we're in the studio recording drums for our new album, which is uh, tentatively due for release this time next year. Oh, nice. Nice. So, but getting back to the live album now. Now, the bio states that the music for this was collected from tours that spanned over six years, from 2014 to 2019. So tell us about choosing these tracks and what challenges you face when putting this live album all together. 
Um, well, I, I think Rebel Company actually got the dates wrong. It's actually a four-year period. But, okay. Um, <laughs> even, uh, even so, there was this thing called the pandemic. I don't know if you heard about it. <laughs> but, uh, it. It kind of delayed a lot of things. It delayed our previous album existence. It's futile by a whole year. So that had a knock-on effect with everything, including our transition from Nuclear Blast Records to Napalm Records. Um, and then, obviously, uh, we had a slight lineup shift. Um, and so, like I said, press reset on recording, uh, writing for the new album. So that left us with a space. And at the same time, relatively around the same time, our sound engineer happened to mention they'd recorded most of the shows during that four-year period. So we were like, you know, put two and two together and thought, well, you know, this is an apt window possibly to, to release some live stuff if it's any good. So we put our studio engineer onto it and he sort of trawled through, found stuff he thought really worked, had full of energy, you know, because obviously this is just stuff coming straight from a desk. Mm-hmm. So he had to tart it up a little bit and uh, hey, presto, here we are. And now... Who produced and mastered all these live tracks and how long did it take to put all this together? Because there are, like you said, 18 songs on this and that seems like a rather daunting task. And he did a great job because he mixed in just the right amount of banter and clapping. Sometimes some of these live albums go on and on and on and on and on with all the clapping, you know, it's like, where's the music? But they just seem to get the balance just right, Danny. Well, yeah, obviously, with uh, 18 songs, you're literally falling off the edge of the CD. So um, <laughs> we had to be careful with that in mind. Um, yeah, Scott Atkins, he's our resident studio engineer. He's done a far past fast. <laughs> well, yeah, they are quite fast. Um, past five studio albums, um, both my Devilment albums as well. Um, and he's producing a new album, funnily enough. Um, so we get on quite well with him, as you can tell. And uh, I, I didn't... I literally do not uh, envy his uh, task there because he did have an unenviable task of looking through, you know, countless shows, probably, I don't know, a hundred shows. I'm sure he didn't. I'm sure he whittled it down. In fact, I'm pretty sure he only picked from about, you know, 16 shows or whatever. Um, And those are the songs. But yeah, I wouldn't have fancied having that task myself. (laughs) <laughs> and then I want to add that you do have those two bonus tracks on the album as well. Um, you will know the line by his claw and the death of love. So tell us about the significance of these two songs and why you chose them as your bonus tracks. Well, basically, because if, if you're constructing a live album, or we were constructing a live album, we had so much criteria to kind of adhere to. Uh, not repeating songs from the previous one, fan favorites, obviously tracks we'd played in that four-year period and balancing them out and also having, you know, like a equal smor- smorgasbord. What the hell am I talking about? <laughs> a smorgasbord of tracks from, you know, across our back catalogue. So everything from our debut album, The Principle of Evil Made Flesh, Boomidian, Damnation, Cruelty and the Beast, whatever, up to Cryptoriana. So we wanted to give like a good representation of the band and not focus on one particular era. Um, so yeah, it was really hard. And, uh, I think just by default, only those two tracks became the bonus tracks and they were bonus because they wouldn't fit on the vinyls because the vinyl is obviously four sides to, du- you know, double album, four mm-hmm. sides and, uh, just made it very, very tricky. So they became bonus tracks on the CD. 
sorry, it sounds uh, dispelling the myth of like actually using our brains there for some reason. They <laughs> <laughs> just happened. So, so, so tell us a little bit about the cover art now, Danny. Tell us a little bit about the cover art, kind of how it, you know, blends in with the album and a little bit about the artist. Uh, yeah, Chris Perner. It's um, just someone I I met online and I liked his work and uh, he had some stuff that he'd just been working on, which was very apt and uh, kind of represented the title Trouble and Their Double Lives in infers that we're trouble and these are our, this is our double live record or, you know, uh, we have a, like a, a hidden agenda, you know, like uh, a secret um, side to ourselves um originally it was going to be very serial killer based and then um then i then i met up with chris and uh saw his stuff and thought yeah this is perfect um it's just very surreal looking and uh kind of insinuates some weird unholy gathering and now danny also with the summer tours coming up you guys going to be pretty busy for the rest of the year well we're not we're quite lapsed actually this oh. year we're only doing the summer festivals but then the second leg of the uh personally not but um second leg of the uh double trouble live with devil driver in september then we're hoping to go down to south america for the rest of the year um and of course the reason we're only doing a few shows over the summer is because we're going to be in the studio um writing our new album but but we also have, despite the, the new album and a forthcoming video for it, um, we also have our collaborative single, charity single, um, with Ed Sheeran coming out, hopefully this summer. Well, that's the plan. <laughs> and and what, what charity is that for? Pardon? What charity? You said you had oh, a... Oh, well, we can't speak about the oh. <laughs> can't speak about the charity, but Ed has his charity and Cradle of Filth have our charity as well. Okay. Um, and the reason we're doing it because we think it's really beneficial for for both, and they're both worthy causes. And uh, yeah, I just I, I just think it's a it's a great like people are like so baffled by this whole collaboration. They're like, what the f- <laughs> what the hell? What is it going to sound like? And um, I think uh, that gives it a little bit. It's, it's a very serious, very cool song, very catchy, very much like. And Ed Sheeran meets Cradle of song. <laughs> well, um, and acoustic, him singing. There's even a blast beat in there, me ooh. screaming. It's, it's, a, it, it's a good mashup. Well, um, a monster mashup. And uh, yeah, I, I want people to hear it, but I, I, I'd like to, for it to get outside the box as well. Mm-hmm. Because, like I said, I want it to benefit charity at the same time. Um, and I think it's. It will be a novelty to some people, but it's not a novelty single. It's not like, you know, um, a comedy duo thing or something like that. It's, it's deadly serious. Well, that gives us something to look forward to now. So, you know, I can't wait to hear this one. Like you said, the first thing in my mind was like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so, Danny, if people want to learn more about the band, find out when that single is coming out with Ed Sheeran or anything else, what are like the best sites, the websites that they could go to to keep up to date on Cradle of Filth? Well, uh, we're so um, medieval in our ways, we only use carrier pigeons now. <laughs> uh, seriously, no, um, Facebook, Cradle of Filth, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, Danny Filth, um, and Instagram. Um, 
Danny Filth official and uh, the same applies to Cradle of Filth as well. They're the best things, really. And from there, you can just hop onto, you know, our private sites and our merch page and whatever. Well, there you guys have it. Cradle of Filth have a new album called Trouble and their double lives off of Napalm Records, packed with fan favorites, performed live. You can pick it up now. And Danny, thank you for taking the time to tell us a little bit about the new album. And we wish you and the band all the best. My pleasure and thank you.